When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, Kenny Pickett may be clutch, but he's yet to play a complete game for the Steelers, and that is a problem. Welcome to the Steelers Update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers, so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. The Steelers offense is ready to roll now, right? That stirring fourth quarter in L.A., What's the coming out party for QB Kenny Pickett, coordinator Matt Canada, and the heretofore stalled Steelers offense? From here out, it's guns blazing from the first quarter on, right? Well, that's some of the gushing narrative coming out of a terrible towel-filled SoFi Stadium in wake of the Steelers' 24-17 come-from-behind win against the Rams. A thrilling and nearly flawless fourth quarter by Pickett and the Pittsburgh offense supposedly marked a turning point. After finally firing on all cylinders, Pickett, Canada, Jalen Warren, and Najee Harris are ready to turn it on and turn it up for a full game against the Jaguars this Sunday at Acrisure Stadium. Sure, that's the hope. But far too many Steelers fans and even some analysts are stating it as fact. But the terrible truth is we've yet to witness Pickett play a complete game for the Steelers. And there's really no compelling evidence that he's poised to change this anytime soon, much less against the 5-2 and two Jags who have been a perennial problem for Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, that stirring fourth quarter versus the Rams seems to be blinding many to the uncomfortable truth. This delusion starts right at the top with Mike Tomlin's comments at his Tuesday press conference. The coach waxed poetic about Pickett's propensity to be clutch in the fourth quarter. In fact, Tomlin said this was a key factor in the Steelers drafting the Pitt product at pick, at pick 20 in the 2022 draft. Quote, that was one of the things that made him attractive to us. I've watched him do it when he was a pit panther, Tomlin gushed, saying the quarterback's fourth quarter heroics at SoFi weren't a surprise. Quote, I just think some people are built like that. Some people relish the opportunity. Some people really smile in the face of adversity. Some people are competition junkies, and I think he's all of those things, but that's not something we were just discovering. As I mentioned, it's something that we knew, unquote. Well, even Pickett is predicting that he and the offense can transform their fourth quarter production into a similar performance from start to finish. Said Pickett, quote, always looking for positives to continue to build on, and the way we played in that fourth quarter to win the game, I think that's a huge positive. 
I'm not going to get into expectations of what I think we should do or could do, but we are on our way there, unquote. Well, Pickett sounds pleased with himself, and perhaps he should. He completed his final nine passes against the Rams, and he now has five fourth-quarter comebacks in his 18 career starts. This is noted by Steelers.com. That amounts to 28% of Pickett's career starts, and the quarterback has amassed some impressive fourth-quarter passing metrics as well. 73% completion percentage, and a 102.8 passer rating, again, according to Steelers.com. Unfortunately, the first quarter is a far different story, with Pickett completing just 56.2% of his passes with one touchdown and three interceptions and a passer rating of 45.8 in the first stanza of Steelers games so far this season, again, as reported by Steelers.com. The result of all this, hey, one result is Pickett is earning the nickname Kenny Clutch. It sounds good and seems impressive, but it's probably not sustainable. In all the accolades over that Sterling Steelers fourth quarter, one player raised a red flag over the flip side to all of Kenny's clutch finishes, namely all his slow and painful starts. No coincidence, this player focusing on pickets and the offense's consistent inconsistency is the only one on that side of the football with a Super Bowl ring. Quote, honestly, I think we need to look at those first three quarters. They weren't very good, said the, the Steelers' free agent left guard, Isaac Somalo. And he added this, quote, in the fourth quarter, we obviously scored some points and stuff, but as an offense, we still didn't play all that well. It is not sustainable to show up in the NFL for one quarter and will ourselves to win. We have to have complete games if we want to be a good offense, unquote. Hey, he's right, you know. But it was telling that amid all of Tallman's gushing about Pickett's pension for fourth quarter heroics, he wouldn't or couldn't promise a more productive beginning to games. In fact, the best he could do was to promise to keep working on it. Quote, we're going to continually work for more fluid and productive starts, Tomlin said. Thus, the true turning point for Pickett and the Pittsburgh offense can only occur when they finally do play a complete game. Until then, winning games will continue to be a crapshoot for the Steelers. Hey, we have much more in all the accolades Clutch Kenny is receiving in the Berg and the remaining worries over this still unproductive Steelers offense as they prepare to face the visiting Jacksonville Jaguars this Sunday at Acrisure Stadium. It's all in a jam-packed edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. Hey, and be sure to check out my full print column first thing Thursday on Penn Live. As always, it will be chock full of plenty of memes bringing this week's Steelers debate to life and to last. Right now, let's get right to it. 
First up, we turn to Pittsburgh radio host and Post-Gazette columnist Joe Starkey. He is entertaining all the post-Rams game hype with a question, a provocative question. Are these Steelers actually good and nobody is noticing? Starkey writes this in answer, quote, It hasn't felt that way for much of the season. Yet the Steelers are 4-2, and two, and perhaps more significantly to the question at hand, 11-4 in their past 15 games going back to last season. Yes, their offense has been less than explosive, put it mildly, for much of that stretch. But 11-4 is 11-4, and four, and it's worth pondering. Kenny Pickett, in spite of all his issues, is now 11-7 in games he started. And don't you think it stands to reason that the Steelers will get better as long as they stay healthy and even return to health, i.e. Cam Hayward and Pat Fryermuth? Here's another thing, one I've been mentioning a lot lately. Mike Tomlin and his team, notably the quarterback, seem very comfortable in late close games. And the NFL is pretty much an endless series of late, close games. Mike Tomlin is 19-7-1 in one-score games over the past three seasons. His Browns counterpart, Kevin Stefanski, as one example, is 9-12. So who would you trust in a late, close game between these two teams? Anyway, I don't know about you, but I get the feeling these days that the Steelers are going to win close games as they unfold. I felt that way in the Browns, Rams, and Ravens games. By the late stages of the third quarter, I just had that feeling that either the Steelers would seize control or the other team would hand it to them. Honestly, I'm still not sure if they're any good this season, but if I had to bet on them making the playoffs, I absolutely would, unquote. Hmm. How about this question, Joe Starkey? Would you bet on the Steelers to actually win a playoff game? Now that's something they haven't done in six seasons and counting. That's a brutal dry spell that hasn't been seen in Pittsburgh since before the late, great Franco Harris made the immaculate reception way back in 1972. Now, staying with the Post-Gazette, we turn to the dean of Steelers reporters, Jerry Dulac, who is feeding the clutch Kenny hype, writing this in praise of Pickett. Quote, for all the reasons that are as puzzling as they are unexplainable, Kenny Pickett has become the ultimate transformer. He is able to be part of a lifeless offense in the first half and turn into something unstoppable in the second half, as though the playing field has become part of some science fiction action film. It's happened so often in his young career, it should be wildly apparent it's not just coincidence. In the first half of six games this season, Pickett has completed 33 of 60 attempts, that's 55%, for 320 yards with three touchdowns and three interceptions. Pass rating in the first half is 65.9. In that time, the Steelers' offense has produced just three touchdowns. 
but it all changes after halftime. That's when Pickett transforms into a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback who looks as though he has played 18 seasons, not started 18 games. He's completed 62 of 90 attempts. Now that's 68.8% for 749 yards with two touchdowns and just one interception. Passer rating in the second half is 96.9. In that time, the Steelers have scored five offensive touchdowns. And again, that was on display in Sunday's victory in Los Angeles when Pickett completed 11 of 12 passes for 152 yards in the second half after completing just 6 of 13 for 78 yards before halftime. He completed his final nine passes for 140 yards on the final two touchdown drives that produced the 24-17 victory over the Rams. Pickett finished with a 97.1 passer rating after posting a 65.5 rating in the first half. It's, for Pickett, it's ho-hum, right on schedule, unquote. Well, that's Dulac's conclusion. When Pickett was asked after the game about his second-half transformations, he said this, quote, It's not going to be smooth all the time, unquote. Hey, that may be the understatement of the year. Now for a more measured look at this Steelers offense and its clutch, Kenny Pickett, we turn to Mark Caboli and the Athletic. Amid all the hype about a turning point in Pittsburgh, the level-headed Steelers analyst isn't buying that the ending of the L.A. Rams game marks a new beginning for the Steelers offense. Here's Caboli adding some context and raising some caution to all those in the 412 area code trying to take that exhilarating ending in L.A. as a sure sign of full game production and plenty of points to come throughout Steelers games going forward. Caboli writes that this team and this offense still has a long way to go. He writes, quote, you could very well frame the final 17 minutes of Sunday's game as the coming out party for an offense that showed so much promise in the spring and summer, and it would be hard to argue. They had two long touchdown drives and ran out the clock to seal the win while gaining 192 yards on 25 plays and holding the football for 13 minutes and 17 seconds. Many of the Steelers did paint that picture like a Rembrandt, if you will. Quote, playing the type of ball we wanted to play, everything we've been working towards. You started to see it in that fourth quarter there. That, according to quarterback Kenny Pickett in his postgame comments. But he wasn't the only one. Najee Harris, quote, everybody is smiling. This is a big road win, unquote. And it was. The Steelers at 4-2 and two kept pace with the first-place Ravens at 5-2, and two, who seemed to be hitting their stride after waxing the Lions. Browns are 4-2, and two, and they staved off an upset. And the reigning division champs, the Bengals, are 3-3 three and three and getting healthy. The Steelers have three winnable home games next and feel good about where their defense is and how their offense is developing. So, why such a long face from free agent left guard Isaac Samalo? He's the only player with a Super Bowl ring on the Steelers' offense, 
and he knows what it takes to win a championship. And he knows that playing three lousy quarters and one stellar one won't get you to the big game anytime soon. So, what does Bowley conclude from all of this information? He says, quote, Samalo is right. Regardless of what happened in the final quarter, I'm not buying it yet. Consistency wins games. Winning a quarter doesn't win divisions, and the Steelers find themselves in a weird place. They went on the road and beat a decent team and did it in impressive come-from-behind fashion. But let me ask you this. How much confidence do you have in the fourth quarter being a stepping stone to performing against the Jaguars, the Titans, and the Packers, unquote. Good stuff and a good question from Caboli and the Athletic. That key question, that's the only one that counts, and only the Steelers, Penny Pickett, and that offense can supply the answer. Three home games, three straight home games at Acrisure Stadium. It is an opportunity for the Steelers to stack wins and position themselves within the division against three seemingly beatable opponents. But to, to do so, Pickett and company will need to pick it up and show up for a full game, not just the fourth quarter. So what about those Jags? For an early look, at what Jacksonville, a team that's been a perennial problem for the Steelers, for what they're packing as they invade Acrisure on Sunday, we turn to the Post-Gazette and reporter Adam Bittner, who provides us with this prescient preview of the big game. And Bittner starts with the big blonde gun, writing this about pretty boy and pretty good passer Trevor Lawrence, quote, he's been consistently solid. The former first overall pick's numbers won't blow you away. He averages about 234 passing yards per game, 6.9 per attempt, and has just eight touchdown passes. He's also taken good care of the football with just three interceptions, and he's posted the best completion percentage of his career to this point at 67.4. Pro Football Focus gives him an 81.8 grade for the season, which ranks seven among NFL quarterbacks. And his 12 big-time throws, rated among the best thrown across the league in any given week, put him in a tie for fourth in the league be behind the Rams' Matthew Stafford, Dolphins' Tua Tagliova, and the Eagles' Jalen Hurts. Call it quiet effectiveness that should challenge the Steelers, unquote. Good stuff from Bittner. Way to size it up. It, Lawrence's play doesn't shout at you, but man, it's, it's, it's deep. It's deep and thick. You know, and it's a four-quarter type deal. So who is Blondie throwing to on those Jags? Bittner says, quote, No one guy stands out in this Jacksonville receiving court but their stats add up to solid collective production. Veteran Christian Kirk leads the way with 39 catches for 474 yards and three touchdowns so far, and Calvin Ridley has been a productive number two with 386 yards and a healthy average of 13.6 per catch. 
Together, those two have 14 receptions of at least 20 yards, so the potential for explosive plays is always there. Inside, tight end Evan Ingram is a reliable target near the sticks. He averages just 8.4 yards per catch, but has totaled 15 first downs. And then there's running back ATN. Hmm. Of the latter, Bittner writes, quote, ATN is an unspectacular workhorse. Are you sensing a theme? He's no Christian McCaffrey in terms of explosiveness, but quietly his 504 yards on the ground rank fourth in the NFL and come at a healthy clip of four per carry. Fantasy football owners love him for his goal line work. His seven touchdowns put him in a tie with McCaffrey for second in the league behind only Miami's Raheem Mostert, who has nine. And he moves the chains consistently with 26 first downs, unquote. Well, you know, and again, this offense is good, it's reliable, it's consistent, something we know that the Steelers haven't been. As for Kenny Pickett in that offense, who's standing in the way of their long-sought complete game? Well, there's the Jags D, and Bittner tells us this about that unit. Quote, the defense is opportunistic. This is one of the weaker units the Steelers will see on paper, they allow the seventh most yards per game in the league at 354.4 yards. And they allow the second most passing yards weekly at 237.9 yards. So there's a chance for this to be a favorable matchup for Pickett if, if he can be responsible with the football. That's a big if because this Jacksonville Jaguar defense has generated the most takeaways in the league with 16, an average of 2.3 per game. And their nine interceptions rank second only to the 49ers with 10, unquote. So they give, but they take, and they take at a high rate. And there you have it. Bittner helps us set the table for a high-stakes clash at Acrisure. I, for one, cannot wait. And whatever transpires on Sunday will follow all the best buzz-generating storylines coming out of this Steelers game, and you'll have it hot and fresh and steaming next Wednesday afternoon with your Steelers Update podcast. So sign up wherever you get your podcast and get it fresh each and every Wednesday afternoon. And, of course, Log on to PennLive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news. And of course, go Steelers!